Night is a work uh, by Ellie Weissel, um, where he wrote about his experience with his father in the Nazi German uh, concentration camps at Auschwitz and at Buchenwald. And, at the, and it was in the height of the Holocaust towards the end of the Second War. And here is an extract. The German SS hanged two Jewish men and a youth in front of the whole camp. The men died quickly, but the death throes of the youth lasted for half an hour. Where is God? Where is he? Someone asked behind me. As the youth still hung in torment in the noose after a long time, I heard the man call again, Where is God now? And I heard a voice in myself answer, where is he? He's here. He is hanging there in the gallows. Well, I think this account shows two ways humanity sees mercy. Firstly, it is that cry out to God and to stop what is happening. Intervene, Lord. Bring an end to the pain and suffering. Can't you see what's happening have mercy and take it away. And sometimes he does. But secondly, it's realizing and recognizing that we live in a fallen world. It is not as God ordained it. And quite a lot of the times, let's be honest, we cause the pain and suffering. And then it is seeing the mercy of God as him with us in it feeling what we feel as we are frustrated, as we hurt, as we become indignant, and as we are sitting in brokenness. In this time of lockdown, where the invisible chains hold us back, where some days we feel like we have more than we can bear, with all the loss and the anxiety we have all experienced at some point in this time, if not at regular intervals you might have found yourself crying out to God, where are you? Have mercy. Stop this. Maybe as you saw the video footage of a policeman kneeling on the neck of a man to the point of death. Or maybe it's when you hear the number of 41 million people in slavery in 2020. There are so many situations, circumstances, and things where we cry out to God to have mercy. And we long for him to show us mercy, but he also longs for us to love mercy and give that to others. But is God really merciful when we don't see him intervene? Can he be merciful and just at the same time? And how on earth do we show mercy when we look at the injustices of this world? And even more so, how do we do it when the injustice is against us? Well, what is mercy? It's one of those complicated uh, words, I think, uh, sometimes. But it is about compassion. It's compassion for the offender or the enemy in our times. And that's not only someone who's in prison as an offender. It's the discretionary power to pardon someone or mitigate their punishment. It's an undeserved act of kindness and it's evidence of divine favor. Well, that's pretty much God, isn't it? But he tells us 
as we saw in today's reading, act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with me. Well, if we're called to love mercy, well, then what does that look like? Well, firstly, at the heart of mercy is forgiveness. And it's one of those easy words. We know it comes with believing in Jesus. We know it's poured out from the cross. But actually, it's one of the most difficult things uh, we ever do, have to do sometimes. But no matter what has happened, how awful people can be, how divisive, deceptive, destructive, and we all know we have the capacity to be all those things in varying degrees. Well, in those things, God doesn't judge us. He hears a repentant heart and he forgives. And when we act without judgment and forgive, well, that's mercy. Secondly, our thoughts and actions should be out of compassion. God sees the pain we, we are in and it breaks his heart. We see the pain others in and it should break our hearts. I love this quote from Ilya Delio. Um, she is a Catholic theology professor um, and she's known as Sister Ilya. Um, and she says this, the world is full of broken hearts because a heart can love and love is vulnerable. Yes, the heart is a vulnerable thing because it yearns to love. The human heart is just like the heart of God. And it is just like the heart of God if we let it. I think a good way to help ourselves sometimes is to put ourselves in the other person's shoes. Even for those who have clearly done something really badly wrong. And it's when we consider what they might be feeling in that moment. What they might be thinking. How we can see them with God's eyes. Well, then mercy can flow. Our hearts will break. And that's mercy. I think it's easier to identify and to understand the feelings of on the side of the victim, but less on the side of the person that's caused the injustice. I learned this in the prisons. Um, I came from a place uh, where offenders were deserving of what they got, you know, lock them up, throw away the key. And don't get me wrong, their sentence is right and just as long as it's fairly given against the statutes and they have a fair trial. There is a penalty for crime. Well, that's justice. Mercy isn't letting them off the hook for what uh, they've done. So I had little sympathy from them. And I had a father who loved the offender. Didn't matter what anybody did. And God changed me in those prison walls. Because when I got inside to be with people, and to bring Jesus to them, I learned who they were, and I could learn to see what they were seeing and experiencing from their side. And I've shed many tears inside those walls. Timmy was a lad um, in Feltham Young Offenders, and he came to Christ because he found a Bible and thought the paper would be really good to smoke weed. And as he went to tear a page out of the Bible, he read it first, and he came uh, to Christ. He was mischievous. Uh, he always made me smile. Um, he was really caring, and he was misguided at times. 
Um, he became a model prisoner. He was let out on day, day release most days to go and work in a, a private place. Um, and um, he even spoke at events uh, for the Prince's Trust so that they could get funding to rehabilitate um, offenders. And he was a mentor and actually a protector for other prisoners. And three days before his sentence was due, complete, it wasn't even early release, done, he missed his curfew intentionally. And when the guards searched his cell, they found quite a lot of spice in, uh, or um, drugs in the uh, cell. And there were different reactions amongst the staff uh, for his actions. It was really interesting. Some were incredibly angry with him and the fact that they had trusted him. Others said, well, you know, what do you expect? He was a prisoner anyway. And then um, there were those that were merciful. I mean, my first thought, to be honest, when they phoned to tell me was, why didn't he flush it down the toilet? Um, but I went to see him uh, two days after he'd been rearrested and um, he was on the isolation wing with all his privileges uh, removed. Uh, in the isolation wing, they just have a bed and a table and a chair. Um, nothing else. And I, I felt I needed to go and just show him that he was still loved and tell him that Jesus still loved him no matter what he had done and that we weren't going to reject him for his wrong choices. We'd love him anyway. And as I looked through the really narrow pane of glass, which is fixed, it doesn't open, so you have to shut through the doors. Um, I saw him with his head in his hands over a Bible, and I could, I could see the tears just dripping onto the pages. And I stood there in tears myself as my heart broke for him. And when he eventually noticed me there, um, there was fear first, because what was I going to say? Um, and he, he was most apologetic for letting me down. But the thing is, it wasn't about me. He didn't let me down, actually. Um, but it was his shame and guilt. And what I was called to do was to have mercy in that moment. Do you know what his main concern was? It wasn't about his children that he let down and that weren't going to see him on Monday uh, when he was due to be let out. That was painful enough. But he was really struggling. He said, what happens to the people I led to Jesus now that I've done this? And um, there it is, isn't it? That's the change God brings in his mercy and that when people act mercifully towards people. And it was the best ordination gift I got on my day of my ordination at St. Paul's Cathedral. Uh, the prison chaplain was there to support me. And I heard that the judge had been merciful and given him a suspended sentence. So he didn't go back into prison. Thirdly, mercy is solidarity. It's coming alongside people in such a way that we are with the people, not judging them, but sitting with them in their pain and suffering, not fixing the problem, because quite often we can't, but just being there, just like God stands with us. The Holy Spirit knows us so intimately that when he comes alongside us, he comes completely. And we need to recognize that. And so how can we come alongside others completely? Eugene Peterson says, the single most important thing about the people of God is that they're there. And lastly, it is being faithful to the will of God. Act justly to love mercy and to walk humbly 
with our God. We are called to love mercy, not just habit. When you love something, you cannot get enough of it. It consumes you. Mercy brings redemption and transformation, and we can be part of that for people. Brian Stevenson is a lawyer who supports people on death row. Um, who some of them unfairly sentenced with not getting a fair trial and, and, and fights uh, for them. And he's written a book, Judge Mercy. I recommend you read it. It's really powerful. But this is what he says of mercy. Mercy is just when it's rooted in hopefulness and freely given. Mercy is most empowering, liberating and transformative when it's directed at the undeserving the people who haven't earned it, who haven't even sought it, are the most meaningful recipients of our mercy. Fortunately, we don't do this in our own strength. God, who is merciful, does it with us and through us. He will prompt us. He will direct us um, if we keep seeking him. And it will happen that he breaks your heart for mercy uh, before you've even realized it. So let's cry out to God, of course, at times to take it away. But when he doesn't, for whatever reason, then let's be with each other together. And in that, we can love mercy and the Lord can have mercy. Amen.